Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Back here with you on this Thursday afternoon here on KMBZ as we continue to sort through the latest developments uh, coming out of yesterday's shooting. At Union Station, again, if you missed the latest details that we got out of the news conference with Stacey Graves and Quentin Lucas 90 minutes ago, 23 total victims is what they are calling it. One person, uh, it's one death so far. And I know that there was a lot of talk of there being two, but officially it is one. They have three suspects in custody. Two of them are juveniles. And at the 24-hour mark, you only get to hold somebody for 24 hours without charging them. We are quickly approaching that time. Names have not been released because no one has been charged. And so, yeah, here we are within two, two, maybe three hours of the outside of that deadline. And if charges come, it'll be interesting to see what happens there, too, given the fact that two of the people who are in custody right now are juveniles. Will those names even be released depending on how they're charged? Yes. Um, so we'll go through. We'll we'll take your calls, um, you know, as we start to process some of this now. We also will have a conversation about what to do in future parades, because I think that's that's the immediate thing that we can that we can start talking about. So we'll get to that coming up. Um, but we are going to play for you uh, a conversation that John got to have with someone we've been talking about uh, and with quite a bit lately. Yeah, Who is this? Alex Gold joined us from 610 Sports. Uh, we had uh, Cody on with us just prior to the game and uh, just after the game as well. But, uh, yeah, his partner, Alex Gold, they were down there broadcasting from a hotel along the parade route yesterday. So we talked a little bit about what he got to see. Tragic events that took place yesterday afternoon just about 2 o'clock. In fact, just a little bit before 2 o'clock, right before we got off the air yesterday. Also getting off the air at 2 o'clock yesterday was 610 Sports, uh, Cody and Gold show and uh, – Alex Gold, kind enough to to join us to do a little talking about what happened yesterday. You guys were there on scene. We were. So we were a little further up the parade route, right around 20th and Grand. That's where our location was for our four-hour show. And so the parade had already moved well past us towards the end of the show. We were talking about the rally at that point. We're carrying the rally. We, you know, at that point, we're still joking around about Travis Kelsey and that, you know what the day was supposed to be about. Sure. Um, and so we got off the air. We had packed up our equipment, and and that's when we started to see some police vehicles, quite a few just fly down grand and at that point you're thinking what maybe a fight broke out maybe you know a little bit of altercation maybe somebody got too drunk i mean that's the kind of thing we were talking about when we first heard the word security threat right and, and initially when it was just three or four honestly at that point i didn't know if that was just part of the police they needed that for the police escort they needed more vehicles oh, i sure. mean I, I didn't know what was going on then when you see it become eight ten plus you know something's going on and 
we were inside Hotel Indigo. That's where we were broadcasting from. And so I had actually gone inside the hotel just for a few minutes. Frankly, they, they were people were hanging out and just talking, having a great time. And uh, very quickly, uh, the television started to, to uh, flip over to the news, and uh, everybody started to gather around the hotel bar. And there already was a police officer nearby anyway. And so at that point, they actually closed the blinds in the front lobby area. And so we were kind of locked down for not very long, I mean, maybe 10 minutes, just at that point, they, they weren't 100% sure if the shooter was, you know, still in the Union Station area or not. And if that, I mean, we're still trying to piece together what happened. I mean, we're hearing things about a fight that took place that may have led to the shots fired. But nobody really knows at this point, and the police are still doing the investigation and, and questioning the suspects. But was there any any guess, any indication from where you were what was going on outside and i mean still at this point have you been able to learn anything about what was going on outside where you were you know not really i mean that we were a good seven plus minute walk from union station because yeah. we're near 20th and grand and so other than the police presence and the vehicles i mean there, there were plenty of people walking past the hotel that even when i left and when the hotel wasn't on lockdown i don't know if they even knew anything had happened you know yeah. some people maybe didn't have access to their phone signal or whatever it may be and if you weren't uh, communicating with somebody else that was down there or watching TV, there were plenty of people just walking away. They had already left because the rally, you know, maybe you leave before the rally ends anyway. And so I, I think there was a large amount of people that just had no idea any, at what was going on. And this is something that, I mean, it was supposed to be such a great day. And it was up until that point. I don't know. I mean, you guys were probably talking about it as well as we were. The fact that it was so much more, I mean, they were having fun. Everybody was partying. Everybody was having a good time. But it wasn't out of control like we've seen these things get before. No, it was, it was a well-behaved crowd by all accounts. Very. I mean, in, in terms of any other type of arrest, no, no problem really. And it was a beautiful day in Kansas City. I, I mean, what, 65 degrees is the best <laughs> yeah. you could think of all the parades we've had. Other than the Royals parade in 2015, it was the best weather and, you know, we were even just joking on our show, you know, hour or so before this shooting happens, you've got kids that are out of school and they're, they're throwing the football up to the fourth uh, balcony of these condos across the street and everybody's cheering them on to catch the ball and then throw it up the next level. I mean, that's what yesterday was supposed to be about. And to then see how it ended up ending in, in a day that we're going to remember for all the wrong reasons. Now. Right. And well, and, and there was so much conflicting information coming out, as there always is when things go crazy like this. We had at first heard that, well, all of the players were already on the buses. And now we find out that's not true. I mean, there were players that were hiding in closets inside Union Station. Talk a little bit about what this means to the team to have their celebration marred like this. Well, you know, uh, Brittany, Holmes, Brittany Mahomes, the, the wife of Patrick Mahomes, had some comments last night basically like, you know, the Super Bowl will never be the, the same. And and I, I think there's some real questions of you know what we do for parades down the road or how those does look. But some of the stories coming out uh, around how this team – uh, reacted and supported those in Union Station. I mean, there's the, the teenager, I'm, I'm sure you saw the interview, I think it was with Channel 9, teenager that was looking for his friends, and, and understandably so, just so emotional, and, and Andy Reid reportedly comforted him. Yeah, uh, him. And Trey Smith, the Chiefs offensive lineman, giving that WWE belt to a kid to try to comfort and relax. I mean, deep down, like even if you're talking about Trey Smith, who's this massive human being, these are still they're still humans, right? They still have heart. Sure. And we forget that sometimes when we see them as these superhero like figures on a football field. But uh, I think, you know, Andy Reid's, you know, grandfather instincts, you know, kicked in in that situation. <laughs> no doubt. And so, uh, as you said, I mean, th this what these celebrations look like going forward, who knows how much of an effect this is going to have. 
And we certainly hope that we have to do another one of these next year, but it, it may take on a very different tone. So once you got it sorted and found out, how long did you stay in the downtown area yesterday? So once they let us out of the hotel, I, I already had I Ubered down there to begin with. Oh, right? Right. So I decided I didn't, I didn't want to deal with it. So I, I had already Ubered there. And I knew whether this incident took place or not, it was going to take a bit to get a ride out. So I, I was going to walk as far north as possible anyway. So I walked towards the River Market to try to get an Uber, and it took – quite some time oh, um, bad, i didn't yeah. get back to south overland park until 4 30 or 4 45 just because of, of the weight and all that um and it was probably just even worse considering what had occurred on, on top of it good deal well listen thank you for coming on with us to do, do a little talking about what you saw yesterday and uh yeah we're certainly hoping that going forward these things can be I, I mean it's just so bizarre right to think about this was supposed to be such a great day and it was right up until the very end i mean the event was over yeah, it just ended. It just ended, and as we all have seen the accounts from those that were right there at Union Station, a lot of people just thought it was the fireworks. Yeah. I mean, there's some people that were very, very close, still had no clue what was going on, and just uh, a senseless act of violence and, and, a, and a, a terrible tragedy. Alex Gold will be listening for you. Cody and Gold, of course, on 610 Sports. Same time we're on, so, uh, yeah, we'll talk to you soon, my man. Thank you. Thanks. There's more coming up. Uh, John Grayson here with you on 98.1 KMBZ. Phone number to get in, 913-586-7798. So coming up here, we will get into the question of what we want to do about the next parade. Uh, The St. Patrick's Day Parade in Kansas City comes up Sunday, March 17th. So a little over four weeks from now is the next time we're going to have to think about this. And Mayor Q said this morning during the press conference that so far... All of the preparations are going to continue to go, that there's no reason at this point to change any of that. I just I I wonder how much people are going to trust it without some added security measures that we haven't seen in the past very vocally being added into that mix. So um, we'll get more into this question here. Somebody just suggested setting it up like the NFL draft. Fence it off, have designated entrance points with security. I didn't go to the draft. For those who did, tell me more if that would work. Or if we really are in the future now going to have to have all of our big events like this at Arrowhead Stadium, where you where there are set entrance points and metal detectors and security measures and cameras already in place everywhere. Yeah, and, and it just uh, it's it's so it's so hard to make it make sense in our heads, because as we said before, I mean, this is a situation where everybody was there for the same reason. Everybody was there for a celebration. How on earth does that does that even turn into a fight? How how do you start a fight in an in an environment like that? Why do you start a fight in an environment like that? And how does that then escalate to the point where very quickly, by the way, where somebody's pulling out a gun and firing off shots? These are the questions right here. Uh, So we are hearing a little bit more about the kind of day the Chiefs players had that we didn't see immediately after the rally ended. I figured the thing we were going to be talking about was Travis Kelsey messing up Garth Brooks and Chris (laughs) Jones contract extension Uh and NF bomb NF bomb that we had to drop. Thank you very much for that. (laughs) Um, And what we learned is how close they really were to everything, all the activity when it happened, and how they reacted. Uh, Trey Smith went on Good Morning America this morning and was talking more about that, and Colin's on the phone, but I think we're going to try here in just a second to play the audio of that. We know that there were Chiefs players that calmed kids. We know that Andy Reid calmed children. I even heard Jackson Mahomes, who was at the parade, 
was helping kids find their family in the middle of all that. Yeah. Boy, it's nice to have him in the news for something positive, Uh, even especially something positive that came out of something very, very negative. So, uh, yeah, in that case, uh, we also saw, was it Wichita, where the guy was from that that did that tackled one of the people that Omaha. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he was in town for the parade and ended up tackling somebody that may very well have been involved in the shooting that I mean, that's. A scary thing in and of itself. Certainly law enforcement did a wonderful job yesterday, but to have somebody like that who is not law enforcement and who was here from out of town think enough of it to say, you know what, I'm going to get directly involved in this. This will not stand. And I think that's where we all are right now is this will not stand, but what are we going to do about it? Thank you to the person that just reminded me Snake Saturday is March 16th, which is Saturday the day before, which is always a crazy day. Um, I'll believe the person that just told us Snake Saturday officials have announced there will not be any alcohol allowed on the parade route. That's an interesting, Hmm. interesting way to go. Um, We'll contact Mindy Hart. Yeah, we've had her on before. Uh, So thank you to the person who reminded us of that. All right, Colin, um, before we get to calls, I want to play the Trey Smith audio here again. He was on Good Morning America talking about the Chiefs yesterday. Right before I I run in there, there's like a little kid in front of me. Just grab him, just yank him and stone him. You're hopping in here with me, buddy. So... I don't know how many people there were in the closet, maybe 20 plus. Um, one of my teammates, my long snapper, uh, James Winchester, was very instrumental in helping keep people calm. We end up getting the green light to be able to get out of there. Uh, we end up walking um, to the bus. This little boy uh, was with his father, but he's just a little hysterical. He's just panicked. You know, he's scared. He doesn't know what's going on. And, you know, I had the WWE belt um, on me the entire parade. And, you know, I was thinking, man, what can I do to help him out? I just handed him the belt. Hey, buddy, you're the champion. No one's going to hurt you. Nowhere. No one's going to hurt you, man. Um, we got your back. We just started talking about wrestling. You know, who's your favorite wrestler? What was your favorite wrestling match? And just little things like that just to take his mind off of it. He was looking out the window, and he was seeing people, you know, just reacting away. They were trying to get out of that situation. So I'm like, here you go, buddy. This is yours. You know, man, like, so again, no one's going to hurt you when you're here with us. Thank you for protecting, buddy. You're going to be okay. You're going to be all right. Pretty angry. Um because of senseless violence, you know, someone lost their life today. Um, you have children that are injured. You have children that are traumatized. I'm hurting for, one, the families and the people who got impacted. The city of Kansas City, um, hearts go out to you guys. You know, we're thinking and praying for you, but, you know, at the end of the day, Kansas City is a community as a city. We're going to stand up together, and we're going to be strong. Okay. A lot to be so proud that of was, there. Yeah. A lot to um, be proud of. Yeah, Donna Kelsey made some comments about um, how they, Chief Security, did a really good job rushing them out of there right away and kind of getting them out of the crowd. Um, I'll be honest, one of the first things I thought was, I hope everybody had their faculties about them. You know, to suddenly go from that party atmosphere to you need to get the heck out of here right now. Hopefully everybody was able to just kind of follow those directions really quickly. So... Um, pretty cool there. Yeah, definitely. And there's more video coming out now of what happened in the crowd because you know you and I were talking about it right after we had heard the word shooting used for the first time. That there were people that were making their way to the to the parking garage and didn't look like anything was wrong. I mean, they they weren't running, they weren't panicked, they weren't any of that. They were just moving toward. But on the other side of the lot where the shooting occurred. There definitely was that moment where you see the crowd take a big heave away from the area where the shooting happened. And thankfully, nobody was trampled in that. 
913-586-7798 if you want to get in. Again, I think some of our attention is going to turn to what do we do for the next events. Let's go to Steve and KCK and see what he's thinking about. Hey, Steve. Hey, guys. Thanks for your time. Recent developments uh, from another school shooter where they're holding the parents criminally liable for the actions of their teenage son. Maybe if we start holding parents liable for the actions of their kids in this case, you might cut down on some of the violence. Maybe. Uh, and, and maybe that'll happen. Steve, thank you. It, it'll depend on what, uh, what and how direct the knowledge was that any of their parents may have had about what was going on, about whether the kids had guns. I mean, in the case of the school shooting in northern Illinois, that was a situation where you had, uh, or was it Michigan? Yeah, it was Michigan. I'm sorry, not Northern Illinois. Yeah. Uh, in the case of the Michigan school shooting, you had parents who had direct knowledge, not only of his access to a gun, but that he was in that crisis stage, which is why we ended up with a conviction there. So it would take a lot, but I'm certainly not going to say that it shouldn't happen. Yeah, a couple of you have said, why have you glossed over the fact that it was um – it was two juveniles. We're not glossing over it. How many times I'm, have we said it I'm, so far this morning? I, I'm getting increasingly annoyed as the time goes on that Why we are don't you know more hiding about the truth? them. Yeah, right. Uh. Um, but I'm not opposed to holding parents responsible for the actions of their minor kids. Now, I feel like there's a difference between were they 12 or 17? Um, I also am sympathetic a little bit to the fact that parents don't always know my parents didn't know where I was 24 hours a day when I was 16 years old. Sure. Uh, you, you know, and so I'm, I'm sympathetic. I'm sympathetic to that a little bit. Yeah. And that's why I said in the Michigan case, they were, they were able to draw a line to direct knowledge of all of what, what was likely to happen that day to the mother. Now we'll see if they get another conviction, you know, where the father is concerned. Uh, and you know, their actions after the fact didn't help either. But at this point, we don't know. We don't know who anybody's family is. We don't know who fired the shots. And, right. and to our knowledge, to the extent of our knowledge, the police don't know who fired the shots. So the next big event, and I'm already communicating with Minnie Hart out of Snake Saturday. The next big event will be Snake Saturday, St. Patrick's Day. And with any luck, we'll be doing another Super Bowl championship parade at this time next year. And without question, the biggest conversation that will happen around that will be this. What, how, how do we how do we respond to this? So what do you want to see happen? If you're going to go to a parade again, what do you need to see in place to feel comfortable? 913-586-7798. We'll get to more of your comments next here on KMBZ. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, 
You deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Oh boy. Um, because things just won't end. We will get back to your calls here in a second. Um, there is more breaking news to get to now. Yeah, and and unfortunately, Jamie, and I know you're going to find this maddening as I do, what I sent you isn't even the end of it. Uh, what I sent you was the, the fact that uh, Malmstrom Air Base is now on lockdown because of reports of an active shooter. Uh, we don't have any details on it beyond that, beyond the fact that a, a lockdown uh, has been called. And on the heels of that, we also uh, have word out of Washington, D.C. Uh, let me see if I can get back to this now as well. This came from Insider Paper uh, via their Twitter account. Uh, breaking news reports of several loud bangs and lots of smoke spotted at the Eastern Market train station in Washington, D.C. Okay. I had not seen that yet. Um, here's what I know about boy, we're gonna have a hard time keeping things straight here about Malstrom Air Force Base. So I had to look this up. I didn't know where in Montana this was. Great Falls, yes. Yeah, Great Falls. Um, KRTV.com said, Great Falls Police Department is responding along with the Cascade County Sheriff slash coroner's office. I hate the way that is worded here because I don't know if in in Cass County, Cascade County, that is one department. Which it may very one well office. be. In a small place like Great Falls, it easily could be, sure. Coroner's office always responds because that's what it's called, or if you need the coroner there. Um, they said all Great Falls public schools east and south of the river are in shelter in place. Um, that was the last update. What time zone? Are they an hour behind us? They're mountain time, yeah. So this, this okay. all started about a half an hour ago. Okay. Um, so I'm just looking for a couple other updates. Okay. NBC Montana tells me shelter in place, same information, lockdown status as of 1030 this morning in response to an active shooter in place. So that would have been 1130 our time or about an hour ago. Yeah, and there's not been much of an update since then. No. So we'll continue to keep on top of that. And as far as the news coming out of Washington, D.C., so far just the one tweet, but uh, Insider Paper tends to be pretty good about being on top of this stuff. So we'll see if we can get some more information about that as well. All right. Coming up after 1 o'clock, uh, we will talk to Mindy Hart, who is an organizer of the Snake Saturday Parade. That takes place on March 16th, the day before the big St. Patrick's Day Parade in Kansas City. It's a really popular parade. It's huge. It draws a lot of people. She has been involved with that for a really long time. As we ask questions about what to do with future parades, she's going to join us coming up after 1 o'clock. All right, we will um, go back to your calls now. Let's bring in Clarence and KCK. Uh, what's going on in KCK today, Clarence? Hey, thank you for taking my call. Hey, listen, you were asking about what I think it should be uh, different if we have another parade. I like the idea of having a parade, even though there was a lot of crazy stuff going on because people don't use good common sense. Uh, but I think if there was something to be changed, uh, I would change the uh, not having to stage the event because I think that's just way too many people packed in that small area, even though it looks large, uh, and then the chaos that 
goes along with that. My thoughts. All right. Uh, I, I appreciate it, Clarence. And Jamie, I, I, you know, I think we need to talk about this as well, because I mean, we at one point, you know, on one side, we can talk about the logic behind doing something like that and saying, OK, you can't have an uncontrolled large crowd. And when I say uncontrolled, I mean, that didn't have to go in through metal detectors, et cetera, et cetera. You can't have that uh, all in one big wide open space because something like this could go on. And on the other hand, you can equally hate the fact that we even have to have that conversation. We Sir. should be able to go out in a large group and not have to fear for people getting shot. Yeah, and what's a little confusing about yesterday is that, again, this was not someone, this was not targeted at the crowd. This wasn't someone trying to disrupt the rally or disrupt the parade. These were a few people who weren't thinking about anyone else. They were thinking about the conflict that they were having between each other and didn't really care about where that conflict ended up. The only way, um, again, I'm going to come back to the Arrowhead Stadium idea, just that what is the most controlled environment we have in Kansas City? And if we can't come up with that, the next solution is going to be back to COVID times, four years ago, coincidentally, when you would have just had the rally televised and there wouldn't have been an audience there. You would have just had it televised from an undisclosed location. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the extreme end of what we're talking about here. But, I mean, can't we have a party? You know what I mean? It, it's just, can't, can't we just get together and have a party? And the answer should be yes. The answer should unequivocally be yes. Of course we can. And yet we turn around and, and what happens? We see what happened yesterday and people are scared and rightfully so. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not condemning anything or any ideas or anything by saying this, but it just is, it's awful that something that we're all used to being able to go out and do and not have these kinds of worries now is marred by this. And you're right. I mean, when we when we get three weeks down the road, there will be people that will make the decision not to go out to a parade because they're afraid something like this is going to happen again. Let me throw a couple things out here then. Um, and let me ask the question to those of you listening. We've had a lot of shootings to talk about here. Crown Center was the most recent one where we asked, are you going to go back? Um, Independence Center Mall, we asked, are you going to go back? And so in regards to some of those recent shootings at some entertainment areas, did you, after one of those shootings, make the decision, I'm not going back? And have you stuck to that? 913-586-7798. I have not been back to Crown Center since that shooting. Um, have you made that decision? Would you have? Um, I'll tell you, I have not forgotten it. Okay. It hasn't okay. come up as an option, but I have not forgotten that that broke out there. Thank goodness. I don't want to forget that. Yeah. Um, and so I've not been, the, but I've not been in the position to make that decision. The other thing, and, and this is worthy of conversation also, is, and I'm the last person to be flipping about it, but are we just, um, we live in a violent city. And is it the kind of thing that we can't do anything about in terms of these big events, because there's only so much containment you can do, and do we just accept that there's nothing you can do this isn't me giving up on crime. I'm just talking about these big events like this. No, yeah, I understand. And, and Do I, we just accept that, you know what? 
uh, what do you do? And that is the big question is that, you know, has it gotten to the point where you don't give up on enforcement? You don't give up on investigating. You don't give up on you know bringing people to justice. I mean, there's a woman who was not involved in any way in what happened yesterday who is gone forever. And that's I mean, it's so horrifying. And the thing that, that really galls me about it the most is that we're talking about changing our lives to accommodate stupidity. Yeah. Th- th- that was such a brainless thing that happened yesterday. Ooh, he said something bad to me. I'm going to shoot. That's stupid. And, and the fact that we have to live our lives and we have to change our lives and our way of doing things, we have to give up on the party and the parades and the good times because of stupid, violent people. That, no, I, I refuse to do that. I'm going to give you a couple other words in addition to stupid. Um, selfish. Yeah. You know, it's it's that lack of considerate thoughtlessness. It's the lack of consideration for other people. The inner psychologist in me um, asks questions like, why do why have each of these shootings happened? Why did this? What were they fighting about? What was the conflict? And when you ask them, if you can get a straight answer, why did you shoot? We need to know what that answer is. We need to know from each of these people involved in these shootings, why did you shoot? And that's where we get some of our answers. And if the answer, because what you do is you ask, well, why'd you do that? Well, why'd you do that? If the answer eventually gets us back to poverty or hopelessness or lack of conflict, whatever it is, that's the stuff we need to address big picture. Yeah, and I think that unfortunately, because we know we're already dealing with somebody who does not have a a well-developed sense of how to exist in a society, that you're going to get the same answer you get when you ask a three-year-old, why did you knock over the lamp? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Again, Pollyanna in yeah. me. <laughs> no, I, I appreciate it and I admire it. I hey, Boy, the, the more of it that gets squeezed out of me, the more I admire it in you. Uh, we'll go back to the phones and go to, it looks like, uh, let's see how, Gerald in Overland Park is up next with us. Hi, Gerald. Hi, hi. Thank you for taking my call. Um, uh, I was just calling and uh, the question was posed, will you attend or will you still be involved? Uh, 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 this is my city. And I'm not giving up. Good. Uh, there's not going to be situations because there are some people that decide that they, they want to handle themselves a certain way. That's going to scare me away from the opportunity my, that my city has provided me. Uh, the opportunity for celebration, the opportunity for art, the opportunity for music, the opportunity for food, the opportunity for my parks. And I'm not giving up on my city. And so I just wanted to call and say that, hey, you know, uh, I always say that we want to always be vigilant. We want to always make sure that our surroundings are safe. Uh, as I always say, keep your head on the swivel. But we can't live in a state of paranoia. We have to live our lives and we have to still continue to enjoy. We have to still continue to love and care. And so with that, we can't give up. And so that's where I stand on it. I'm not giving up. Whatever Jared- we do. Uh, yes. Sorry, I didn't. I, I want people sometimes hang up before I can get in. So I'm sorry I interrupt. Um, but I yes, just ma'am. wanted to ask um, all due respect, not giving up, I think, is an easy thing to say. And this yes. this is not my Kansas City is an easy thing to say. But I ask and I'm and I'm not trying to call you out, but I am curious to know, are there things that you feel like you're going to do about it? Oh, yeah. 
well, the thing about it is uh, I am doing something about it. I'm involved with the Urban Corps when it comes to our youth in Kansas City, Kansas. Um, Love it. I try to be I try to be an advocate for um, conflict resolution, and so I am one of the uh, person that speaks out and understand that these situations are a lot of times they're little small situations, and I'm, we don't know what really happened in this situation. But I am a person that speaks out and will continue to speak out on. There's a better way of us to be able to handle situation. As I, as I heard earlier, life brings about conflict, and it will bring about arguments, and it will bring about uh, people not agreeing with things. But we do have to be a little bit better. And I am going to be the one that still believes that we can come to a point where we do know how to resolve our conflicts and, and be better. Man, I love hearing that, Gerald. And, and let, me, let me ask you something else based on something that you said earlier, because you're a lot closer to this than I think a lot of people, including us, may be uh, because you're working with young people. So when you when you use the phrase, they made the decision to act out in this way, that's a fascinating phrase for, for me to hear you use. Why do you think too often that decision is made to to act out violently rather than to follow the teachings of somebody like you who's going to say this is the way you de-escalate a conflict why is it that why is it always the guns we, um now this is based on my personal observation there's a lot of pressure a lot of peer pressure and 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 as we see it coming from the generation we come from we don't see it as pressure we see it as the opportunity to be able to say okay no we're not going to get involved they don't have those skills. They're not being really taught those skills a lot of times in the home. Um, even when it comes to certain situations, even at school, they're given a lot of leeway um, on a lot of things. And, 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 and there's just not, oh, I, I guess to say the lack of understanding that people belong to people. And so I think the level of understanding that that person has a mother, that person has a father, there's a sister or brother waiting on them. I think that that level of understanding, concern, I think it's been lost. All right. Hey, Gerald, I, I'm glad somebody's trying to put it back together. Thank you very much for the call. You're very welcome. Thank you. Bye. Such a good call. Thank you for getting in. Uh, I am told our phone lines are full. Everybody hang on there. There's only one of Colin to get to all your calls. If phone lines are ringing and nobody's answering, just be patient with us here for, for a couple of minutes. We'll take a break. We'll get to more of your calls next on KMBZ. 913-586-7798. We know we have a bunch of you to get in. Um, we'll get to as many calls as we can before 1 o'clock. We'll get some more of your calls coming up after 1 o'clock. Mindy Hart says, sure, I can wait and come on later in the 1 o'clock hour. So Excellent. We'll roll with it. Good deal. And we'll go right to it to Luke, who's, or, I'm sorry, Duke, who's calling in from the Legends. Hey, Duke. Hi, how are you all? Doing all right. What's on your mind? Good. So, you know, you've talked to, I've heard a lot of conversation about, you know, what are we going to do going forward? What precautions, et cetera. I'm like with Gerald. I'm, I'm jumping on his same bandwagon because that's my concept. You, I served in the military for a given amount of time. And one of the things that I always told uh, peers and others there's no sense faulting a bad leader for functioning the way within the culture that he grew up in. You can either choose to change the culture, work to change the culture, or you can go along with it and continue to allow that bad culture to dictate your lives. And I think that that's what we need to be doing is we need to be 
working at changing the culture uh, so that we don't have people who resort to, oh, well, what do you do? Well, you use a weapon or the like in order to resolve conflict. Martin Luther King worked all his life, public life, to change a culture. And he changed a lot of culture as one example. And it also ended up the victim of violence. So, yeah, it, it, yeah. I mean, there's there's a that's it. That, I understand he wound up being a victim of violence. I'm talking about what did it could an individual do in order to do something positive? And that is work towards changing a culture that people grow up in where whatever they think the resolution is, it's violence. And it isn't violence unless you've been brought up in a culture that says the only resolution is violence. That's what I'm saying. You got it. All right, Duke, thank you. I mean, changing a culture is no small feat. Um, you know, and, and Martin Luther King was on that trail for decades. Um, and you know, so, yeah, it's, it's a slow process. And in the meantime, you have to say, okay, what do you do about it to protect your kids? Um, with that, we'll go to Don, who's calling in from Carney. Hi, Don. Hi, how are you? Hi, Doing Don. fine, Don. What's, what's going on with you? Well, I've been listening to you, and I've been, I've been thinking about this for 24 hours now. And uh, I'm an angry old white man, uh, 76. I'm manic and bipolar. So when I get into some of this stuff, just say, Don, take a breath, or Don, we've got to go to commercial. You got me? Okay. Hello? Yeah, okay. go ahead. Yeah, we're listening. All right, all right. I'm just having a manic attack, but I, my thought is uh, you said uh, earlier that if you were um, resentful that you we have to do something totally different or lock down over two or three people acting stupid. Am I saying that not verbatim, but... Close enough. Yeah. Okay, so here's the deal. How many mounted or how many police, uniform police, did we have? Eight hundred and fifty. Well, we know there were eight hundred and fifty police. We don't know how many were. We don't know how many were in uniform. Oh, there's eight hundred and fifty police altogether in, in town. Oh, they, they were, were there from yesterday. other agencies. Yeah. What? They were there uh, yesterday. Yes. So, what's your point, yeah, Don? Yes. Okay. Well. Okay. Well, here's the point. You don't need 800 uniformed cops trying to spread out, and also whoever's going to do the shooting, they're not going to pull that gun when there's a cop standing next to them. What they need to do, instead of saying to all of the people that are there, be vigilant, I mean, people are, if they're paranoid, they're going to start pointing and calling and have a lot of false alarms. Put plain clothes, policemen scattered throughout the event and they have a posted station so that there's an equal amount between each one of them and have them trained on looking at the guy that's got a backpack that looks by like he's by himself and he's not looking at the stage he's looking around that's your man that's your man and you tell the the um i gotta gotta stop we we gotta go uh, for the top yeah, um, so I assume many of those officers were not in uniform yesterday. Stay on hold. We'll get to more of your calls next year on KMBZ. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.